Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Good morning. It is Monday, June 26th. It is five minutes after 11. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. His name is Rob Kendall. My name is Casey Daniels. We're both on Twitter. He's at Rob M. Kendall. I'm at Casey Daniels 317. And right now we're both on YouTube. If you'd like to watch, just type in Kendall and Casey into the YouTube search bar. So the nation's illegal alien population has hit nearly 17 million. That's an increase of more than 2 million since Joe Biden took office and implemented his catch and release program but it's uh it's not only affecting our way of life it's costing a lot of money along with this sharp increase of illegal alien population comes well a cost to u.s taxpayers okay real real quick i just want to do some perspective on this for people about the number we're talking about because when it deals with government because the spending etc is so ridiculous people lose sight so it is two million people Mm -hmm. have entered the country illegally under joe biden perspective on that there are roughly 60 if you do a large scale event at lucas oil stadium you can fit roughly sixty-five thousand people into lucas oil stadium probably a little different give or take depending on the event but that means that you would if you filled lucas oil stadium almost 31 times to give you a visual on the amount of people think about how massive lucas oil stadium is if you filled it 31 times that's a lot That is the amount of people who have illegally, successfully illegally entered this country under Joe Biden. And how much is it costing taxpayers? This is a unbelievable amount of money, Casey. It's over $160 billion a year. $163 billion annually. So think think about this. If this problem did not exist, the need for the money would not exist. And so you have $163 billion of the printed money every year is solely to go for the to the federal government's unwillingness to address illegal immigration at the border Mm -hmm. so the open border well obviously it affects our taxes it overloads our emergency rooms it increases crime in the communities and it also increases overcrowding in the classrooms for children so there are many many effects not just financial. Uh, The open border also allows the Mexican drug cartels and people that are on terrorist watch lists to come into the country, unsupervised, unimpeded. Welcome, walk around, and guess what? You are paying for it. And there is no sign that it's going to be fixed. There is no sign it's going to be addressed. There is no sign that it is a priority for anyone to rectify the current situation. So you get the government you deserve. And in this case, we have decided that we deserve 2 million people. So basically 1 million-ish people per year illegally entering this country. And we're going to take $163 billion that don't exist. We're going to print them. It's going to make everybody's everything more expensive. And we're going to use that money to uh, subsidize people breaking the law. And let's talk about all of the fentanyl that's coming in. Uh, The CDC is reporting that over 71,000 lives were lost to fentanyl overdose just in the past year with all of that fentanyl coming in from 
the southern border. So not only financially, the classrooms, the hospitals, the overcrowding of the emergency rooms, but you also have crime on the uptick. You guys know it. You're aware of it. It includes homicide, manslaughter, robbery, theft, sexual offenses, weapons, and clearly drug trafficking. A lot of problems are being attributed to the open border policy from the Biden administration. Okay, so what's going on here? Somebody commented on something related to this, right? Do we have a clip of that? Oh, you want to hear from Ron DeSantis? Yeah, it's Ron DeSantis, right? Yeah. Again, leading down at the border, a place that Joe Biden has been one time. Ron DeSantis has now uh, taken far more. Think about this, Casey. Ron DeSantis has now taken far more interest in the crisis at the U.S. southern border than Joe Biden has, and Joe Biden is the actual president. So he released, it's an attack ad, but it is. It's all about the border. The crisis at the southern border, a record 2.76 million migrants crossed the border during the 2022 fiscal year, shattering the previous annual record by more than 1 million. Some not old enough to walk, but have already traveled hundreds of miles. So there's been this record surge Border Patrol of agents migrants. apprehended more than 10,000 migrants along the U.S.-Mexico border yesterday. That a is a growing humanitarian crisis at the southern border. The drugs coming across the border here are fueling an unprecedented epidemic across the country, the toll of which can be counted in the skyrocketing number of overdose deaths. But what's been happening under President Biden's watch is that so many immigrants think that it will be easier to enter the United States. Concerned about food, they're concerned about It's a very dark, ominous ad, but that's what you would expect. Now, from day one, since he's been in office, Biden and the Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, they've all but eliminated border and interior immigration enforcement. They've done away with 89 previous successful border policies. Yeah, it's unbelievable. All right, let's talk about what's going on with Lance Armstrong. He's working on a documentary about men in women's sports. He is, he says he's not afraid of being canceled. He's okay with it. Yeah, so, okay, let's preface by saying Lance Armstrong may not be the best guy to do a documentary on fairness in sports. Okay, let's just all get that right out there and acknowledge that and the doping and the cheating and all of that there, the scandal sure there is something highly hypocritical about lance armstrong doing a documentary on fairness in women's sports but sometimes it does take people shameless as they may be uh people with a broad platform to draw attention and lance armstrong is working on it's got a not working on he's got a documentary coming out that really does try to tackle this issue of men beginning to dominate women's sports because radical lunatic woke leftists think it's a good idea for biological men to be playing women's sports okay he says there's a need for greater discourse on the issue. It, has there been any discourse or is it just people shouting from both sides? Well, isn't that an interesting way to describe it? Because we've talked about this before. Liberalism fails every time you force somebody to talk it out out loud, right? If you can actually get the person to get past the hysterics and have to try to talk through it out loud. Right. Let's let's remove the emotion and go to the logic. You have a person who has a penis, who is a man <laughs> Mm -hmm. who is playing women's sports. Mm -hmm. 
Why would you possibly think that's okay? What's unfair about that? Yeah, I mean, what, so oh, anyway, so he's working on this documentary. It's done. It's coming out soon. He's got uh, Caitlyn Jenner as a part of it mm-hmm. with him. And uh, here's they released a little tease of him in a he's in a SUV of some sort going to Caitlyn Jenner's house to discuss this documentary. Headed out to Caitlyn Jenner's house to have a conversation uh, in and around uh, trans and sport. I think, you know, with sensitive conversations and, and topics like this, people tend to to either, uh, it really comes down to uh, they're really afraid to be fired, shamed, or canceled. afraid of that. Um, I think it's an important conversation and, um, you know, especially I think if, if it can be handled in this way, but, and I also think the best way to have these conversations and get to you know, a, a more, uh, to get to a smarter conclusion or, or, or even have a smarter conversation is just to go in fearless. And I'm sort of fearless on this one. So Caitlyn Jenner has been a strong proponent of transgender athletes being kept out of women's sports. And Lance Armstrong said that he hopes people enjoy the series and he knows a lot of people are reluctant to have the conversation and he wants it to feel safe and he's not afraid of being canceled and he wants to be fearless about this. And, uh, you know, it's such a small, low percentage that we're talking about. So many people are willing to completely throw women aside just cancel all of the accomplishments that they have made in women's sports to make such a low population of people happy about this and that's the part i don't understand if they're so adamant that they should be able to compete go make your own segment like women had to do yeah and then have at it if that's what you want if you want to compete do it just not at the expense of the women's category All right, Casey, let's take a break. When Mm -hmm. we come back, I'm going to pose a question to you and our audience. Okay. Where are we at with someone's daddy trying to buy them the governor's office? (laughs) Because it appears, based on a recent campaign filing report here in Indiana, someone's daddy is trying to help them buy the governor's office. All right, that's on the way with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Hey, there we go. Uh, 19 minutes after 11, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. That song, Boombastic, that always reminds me, I don't know what it was a commercial for. I think it was a financial uh, company. Yeah. They were walking a pig. Oh. Do you remember that commercial? No, not at all. Well, uh, I also think it was on the trailer for the uh, Mr. Bean movie. Oh, was it? Back in the day. <laughs> 
Mr. Yeah. Bean and Boombastic. Sure, those go hand in hand. <laughs> these are trending. These things are trending this hour. Sarah, the Duchess of York, underwent surgery after being diagnosed with breast cancer. She's 63 years old. She was diagnosed with early stage breast cancer following a routine mammogram, which is why you get those. The surgery apparently was a success, and her prognosis is good. Also trending this hour, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, number one at the box uh, office again. Yeah, the Flash was there, but it dropped back down. So Spidey animated sequel, number one for the fourth week now, and they've made $19.3 million this past week. That brings the grand total up to $317 million domestically, and you groaned, but this is why they make those movies Oh, no, still. I understand, yes. $560 million worldwide. Think about how many, it's just a reinforcement every time you give these stats of how many nerds there are in the world. Go see the movie. Oh my gosh, there's the 93rd Spider-Man is coming out. I can't wait! <laughs> Finally, Trinity, Nikki Haley. And uh, she says that America needs to self-correct But I'm telling you, if we have faith in God, if we remember that America has an amazing ability to self-correct, if we all commit today, and if you will join me, I promise you our best days are to come. God bless you. I appreciate you very much. Okay, so she's still polling fairly low. Yeah. She's still in the 5% range. Yeah, she has no chance. And when she said that, that America needs to self-correct, something popped in my head. And I thought she is gunning for a vice president with Ron DeSantis because he's been on this, we need a change, we want to win speech. That's been his talking point now for a week. And now she's starting to pick that up as well. Well, here's what's going to be interesting. Other than Ramaswamy, who has even less chance than she does, most of these people running have not in any way been subservient to Trump, which means you are going to be out in any, not that look, Trump is not going to win the presidency. He's just, he's incapable. And uh, we all better hope he's not the nominee because it's not going to go well. But if by some measure he got in there, he is going to be on this revenge tour, the likes you've never seen. And he will view anybody even running against him as some sort of betrayal of epic proportions and not worthy of being on the ticket with him. So this is what will be super interesting to me is from a just pure political survival standpoint. If indeed we get to say August or September and nothing's changed, which I don't see why it would, Will you see from a pure political survival standpoint, all of these other also ran say, well, we're not moving and he's not going to give us anything. So do we get behind the guy who we think might give us something? Mm -hmm. I mean, what if you're Nikki Haley and you're still at 5%, you've been in the thing for five or six months. And it's really not moving. What are, yeah, what are you going to do? When right. is your, you know, you will have, by that point, you will have had multiple debates. People have seen you. You're, you know, if you've got that great Mr. Smith goes to Washington moment, you're going to have had it. People stop paying attention after the first couple debates. You'd have to think there's going to have to be some sort of alliance formed here, or otherwise they're just going to pull from Trump or pull from DeSantis and mm-hmm. he's going to, Trump's going to waltz back in. Well, think about that. If Nikki Haley teamed up with Ron DeSantis and he's at, what was it, 26%? Low 30s, right? Trump probably has realistically 
about a 15 to 20 point lead mm-hmm. on Ron DeSantis. And however you want to you know, mark that up, Trump's at 45, DeSantis is at 30, Trump's at you know, what, uh, 40, DeSantis at 25. He's probably 15 to 20 points ahead of Ron DeSantis. Well, Nikki Haley puts her weight behind Ron DeSantis. All of a sudden, he's bumped up five to seven percentage well, points. A couple of these other guys are going to drop out. And it's a delegate count. So this is what matters most. And this is what people got to realize is if DeSantis can keep it close through the first three states, then it becomes game on. Because look, all these people are eventually going to drop out. Now, if Trump blows him out in Iowa and Trump blows him out in New Hampshire and Trump blows him out in South Carolina, then it won't matter. You would assume DeSantis would win Florida based on his popularity there, Mm -hmm. which is an early vote state. And if you can make it to Super Tuesday then, hey, all, all, you know, all bets are off and maybe there is this coalition. It's a long path. I mean, Trump has such a commanding lead that it's a very long path, but get out. Everybody else, it's two people. We only care about two people. All the rest of you, Pence and Haley and Tim Scott, and, and I like Tim Scott, but you're just taking up oxygen at this mm-hmm, point. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's talk about Eric Doden. He has a <laughs> meet and greet coming up. Where's this at? Uh, this is going to be in North Webster oh. on Thursday, cocktail hour. Oh, wow, how exciting. And six, yes, and then a reception Maybe me and Kev will go get blitzed up and ask some political questions. Running for, for governor <laughs> of the state of Indiana, and and uh, he, he got a large donation recently. Okay, so we have laid out with this Doden guy. So he was the, he's a, his daddy was a businessman and made a bunch of money. And then he obviously got connections through that and made a bunch of money and decided uh, he was, I think he ran for mayor of Fort Wayne at one point unsuccessfully. He was tapped by Pence to be the head of the Economic Development Corporation. Of course, we're talking all about them now with Right, this. with their $200 million yeah, they're the ones strong-arming the farmers yeah. out of the, the land out in Boone County. Now, that's not Eric Doden. He was not the director, but that's the same same com- commission, committee, whatever. And so he got in this race, and he decided he was going to run as an outsider. And he has now been in this race for a year. And other than uh, intellectual, just, in, I mean, the intellectual mega capacity it takes to come up with these ideas. He's probably very tired, Casey, which is why that's all he's come up with, was teachers don't pay taxes mm-hmm. and the state of Indiana is going to take over downtown Indianapolis. That's all he's brought to the table so far. So, again, if that was all you were going to do, I have no idea why you're running, but whatever. But one of the things he has done and has bragged about is his ability to raise large amounts of money and he sent out a press release recently bragging about and this was weird it was all the large dot what they call large dollar donations so in the state of indiana if you get a donation of ten thousand dollars or more that is called a large dollar donation and you have to report that instantly the smaller donations you you there's a filing requirement and the quarterly you have to get those out but the large dollar donations you have to report instantly so he had sent out this press release about all these large dollar donations he'd received. And it was so weird. Like you're bragging. Nothing says I'm one of the people like bragging about all my rich friends mm-hmm. who have $10,000 or more to give me to play politics. But whatever. So then I get a little message from a birdie the other day about you need to look at Doden's most recent large dollar donation list. And it was a big one. Yeah, Casey. <laughs> Ten grand's a big one. Uh-huh. What about 60 times 10 grand? Yeah. He got a donation for $600,000. And so I'm thinking, wow, 
Somebody parties behind this guy. Yeah, what sort of person would be giving a guy $600,000? And so I start looking at the name. (laughs) And it's the name, Casey, is Daryl Doden, (laughs) who the internet lists as Eric Doden's dad. Yes. He's got a big supporter. That's like it's like when your mom calls the voicemail line and says, "You're doing such a good job. I listen to you every day. Thanks, mom." So as, as the little birdie who sent this to me pointed out so astutely, you know, some people will like buy their kid a car when they graduate high school. You know, there's always these ridiculous things that parents do for their kids. Whether you know, when I was a kid, a, a guy in high school, his parents bought him a Mustang convertible. It was like a thirty-two thousand dollar Mustang convertible, and I remember the other parents being like, "That car's worth almost." as much as our house. Right. You know, or, or, you know, occasionally parents will buy their kids a starter home or whatever. So instead of buying Eric Doden a house, who Eric Doden, I don't know what he is. He's got to be in his 50s at this point. His dad appears to be trying to buy him the governor's mansion. Right. He's trying to buy him a house. All right. Comes with a job, too. And by the way, we still have not heard from Eric Holcomb on who he's endorsing yes, for governor. Absolutely. Do you think he will endorse someone? Uh, Eventually, I, no. I think maybe. he will wait till after the primary because I think he's been given specific orders by uh, Hillary Crouch, Sasha, Silent Suzanne, <laughs> whatever we're calling her out. these days. I, I, uh, I don't want your endorsement because you, sir, you are a toxin. Okay, so what do you think your top concern is these days? Is it inflation? Well, you'd be one of many if that's the case, and we'll get into that coming up from ninety-three WIBC. Stop it, Casey. What did I do now? Casey, we have a radio show to do. And you will not stop oogling this picture of Robert F. Kennedy Jr. with his shirt off. Are you kidding me? Have you seen this picture? Yeah, because you've been sticking it in my face at every commercial break. See, 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 see. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Okay, so he was working out on the beach. And what did he do? He did like nine, what do you call call them, bench presses? Oh, like I would know. Oh, Look at me, Mr. Muscles over here. How old is he? 69 years old. 69 years old. He says he's getting in shape for his debates with President Biden. He is 69 years old. There, He is in better shape than some 28-year-olds I know and some 38-year-olds Whoa. I know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I will say that uh, his physique, I strive uh-huh. for that. Here, yeah, he is cut. Here is the thing, because at one point in my life, Casey, in my early 30s, I was very committed to my physical fitness. Mm-hmm. And the amount of effort you have to put in to maintain, I mean, this dude is. I can't. Now I understand. Admit why Admit it, he looks good. Look, I understand why you were squeezing him so hard in that photo of you two together. <laughs> and now I really do wonder where your other hand was. I did not know he was that ripped when we took that photo because I, I, I want a photo redo, honestly. <laughs> like, I want him to come back. Now that I'm aware of what's going on under the suit, <laughs> I want another chance at that picture. Ah, Mr. Kennedy, yeah. sir, I'm really concerned about what that suit's doing to the environment. Could you take it off, please? <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> that suit covered him up too much. So you said this, but I don't understand. Look, you look at this guy and it's like, if Arnold Schwarzenegger in his prime walked past you, even if he had a suit on, you Mm -hmm. would realize this is a well- assembled person, right? Well, I mean, How I could, could you not have known that? Well, I could tell he wasn't overweight. He didn't have the donut around the mid, yeah, you know, sure. section, but I didn't know he was like, like that. <laughs> like, hard like that. <laughs> With the pecs and the, you know, the every, whole thing. Every break, Casey's like, Rob, come here and look at this. <laughs> 
He looks good. I, it, it is. Uh, he looks good. He, I mean, it is amazing for a guy his age. No, here, mm-hmm. my point, though, is what I will say. There was one point I've always maintained. I pretty much have weighed the same weight for basically since I graduated high school, pretty close one way or another. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been I've been as low as 140. I've been as high as 180, but I generally am about 160 pounds. But at one point in my life, I did get very into physical fitness and was in great shape in my early 30s. And I found it the, the amount of effort you have to put in, mm-hmm. not just in terms of working out, but the biggest part is what you eat, the, what what you eat. And I really, 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 really liked mm-hmm. alcohol, Casey. Well, that's I was it. not capable of maintaining that. It's not even what you eat. It's what you drink. Exactly. All of those calories coming in with the bevs. Exactly. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So kudos to this guy mm-hmm. at his age. For looking like that. And he's doing push-ups there. And, I mean, if this is how he's preparing for debate, boy, I can't wait to see the actual debate. Uh, 57% of Democrats want to see him debate Joe Biden. 92% of Republicans want to see this debate. And even independents, 80% want and, to see it. And here's where I'm at with the working out now, Casey. And, Kev, <laughs> uh, you may experience this someday. <laughs> I married a person who is markedly better looking than me. Mm-hmm. And... She is about to have my child. Yeah. So I've already accomplished everything. Other than to just maintain my physical health, mm-hmm. I don't feel the need to be super workout man anymore. I've already I've already accomplished what I set out to accomplish, which is to end up with a wife who is markedly better looking than me. And you've done that, but you want to also keep her around. <laughs> Oh, Casey. My, I, I, by the way, I tweeted a picture of us out over the weekend. You I can know, see you it, did. At, it was at, really cute. at Robin Kendall. It is very rare. She allows me to p- post herself on the internet. I was actually surprised by that. It was. She's, it, so here's what happened. She sent me the photo. It was us at an event. and She said, look how cute I look. Well, and so she sent it to me, and I was like, would you be okay if I posted this photo? Like, I'm trying to read the tea leaves here. And she's yeah. like, yes, I would be very Aww. okay. And so I thought, okay, she wants me to post this picture because she likes the yeah. way she looks. Yeah. Which is weird because before she was pregnant, she never wanted me to post photos. She didn't want anything to do with the internet. So I think she, it's more she is proud of our, our, I was gonna say, our baby. She, she's proud of the family that you guys uh, are creating. But I do feel as though, she, as I posted at Robin Kendall on Twitter, if you'd like to see the photo, no fewer than seven times a day, my wife tells me how lucky she is to be married to me. <laughs> and quite, sure she does. Quite honestly, I just, you can't blame her, Casey. Uh-huh. So you guys were at an event, and we were at the same event, just at a different time. Yeah, you didn't even come over and tell me you were going or anything. Well, because I didn't know I was going until it was actually happening. It was the um, Hendricks County Rib Fest. Yes. How about that hot those hot air balloons? Those were fun. So if you've never been, this is a big deal in Hendricks County. They have a thing called Rib Fest every year. It's mm-hmm. at the 4-H fairgrounds, and they... They have, as the name would say, all sorts of rib and meat vendors. Barbecue. Uh, they have a craft expo. They have various vendors selling their wares. They have, as you mentioned, Casey, hot air balloons mm-hmm. that are a part of it. Now, did the hot air balloons actually take passengers up this time? And it's- I didn't see that. Not while I was there. I got there late at night. It was, well, it was 8.30. I think they closed at 10. So I shut it down. I shut down the Rib Fest, by the way. Oh, good for you. Yeah. And now you said they actually had booze there this time. Yeah, they I did. Didn't, I didn't see there that. There was a beer pavilion. Yeah. Yeah, they had some different brands. I actually, they were all Bud Light. What? Yeah. And I wanted a seltzer. 
So oh. I had like a mango. Okay, yeah. And you know, when we went to order, <laughs> the dude was like, well, it's Bud Light. <laughs> and I said, yeah, but you can't tell from the can because <laughs> it wasn't the iconic blue oh, color. right. And, th- wanted- and then they, they shoot fireworks off at the end. Mm-hmm. And I was there, uh, the community radio station, which I have uh, helped get on the air. So I've long had a kinship with that, 98.9. And I've remained friends with the, the people in charge over there for many years. They, every year, kind of asked me to come out and help them broadcast because they're hired to go out and broadcast as a community event. And so I was out there, but at a different time than you, apparently. Mm-hmm. I would yep. have, We would have just stayed. Would have hung out. They had fireworks afterwards, too. But did you see the big pig hot air balloon? No, I did not. They did not have the hot air balloons up when I was there because it was during the day portion of the event. Okay, well, if you'd like to see it, just head over to uh, my TikTok. It's Casey Daniels 317. You can see Why the, do you keep promoting the, China? The pig There's uh, a million hot different air balloon. ways you could get that photo out, and you choose to do it on TikTok. Well, it's a video. Oh, so that's Twitter doesn't allow you to post video. Yeah, it does. Instagram. It does. Let's talk about this new poll from Pew Research. They say that uh, (laughs) inflation is the top concern for most Americans. Sixty five percent said that it's a very big problem. Twenty seven percent saying it's a moderately big problem. Yeah. So what were the numbers again? It was 62 and 27. So 62% said big problem. I'm sorry, 65 and 27. So 65 said big problem, Mm -hmm. 27 said moderate problem. So 92% of the populace, which that is an overwhelming majority, obviously, believe inflation is an issue. And if we go back to where we started the show today... Biden gets most of the blame for this. The people are very unhappy with Joe Biden. Even the NBC polling, certainly not a group that is looking to do harm to Joe Biden, admits in this poll about how unpopular Biden is. But it comes to bring the show full circle today, back to the onus of the Republicans, by which everyone is looking to get rid of Joe Biden in this country, unless you are going to force them to make a choice between Donald Trump and Joe Biden. The one guy you can't pick, mm-hmm. it appears the Republicans are dead and set. And that's, who, that's, that's who's the, leading in all the polls. Right. Yeah, exactly. It just makes no sense to me that poll after poll after poll, and you can't say, well, that's a radical left-wing poll. No, the poll is showing, and NBC is admitting, that people do not like Biden. They are brutally unhappy with Biden. And they're showing other candidates, Ron DeSantis, do much better against Joe Biden. They're telling you poll after poll after poll is saying the same thing. People are ready to get rid of Biden. They don't like Biden. They don't want an old stumbling, bumbling buffoon running this country. But they like Trump even less. Yep. Well, prices for food, gasoline, seen record highs under Biden. Other major concerns for Americans, according to this research, is health care. Uh, followed by the ability of Democrats and Republicans to work together. Interesting. Followed by drug addiction, gun violence, and then violent crime. Hey, by the way, congratulations. Just uh, a week ago, June 14th, was the highest ever recorded national average gas price. Oh. At $5.16 per gallon. I found gas for three twenty nine over the weekend, and I was elated. Mm-hmm. And as I'm filling up my gas tank, I'm sitting there thinking to myself, I'm elated that I found gas for 329. Yeah. Lucky me. <laughs> Woo. Yay. Go team. Well, you have to make sure that your gas tank is full uh, for when yes. your wife is having the baby because you don't want to run out of gas on the way to the hospital. Uh, yeah. It's uh, it's more expensive having I- anticipating having the baby than actually having the baby, it appears. <laughs> you got to make the gas tank is full at all times. <laughs> it is 1144. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. 
Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. In the club, them want flex with us. They get next to us, them not vex with us. 11.49, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So Walt Disney has lost nearly $900 million on its past eight studio releases. This includes The Little Mermaid, also Guardians of the Galaxy. They had some just outright flops. Strange World and Lightyear did not do very well at all. And just last month, it's being reported that they're starting their third and final round of layoffs, looking to slash 7,000 jobs. Casey, before I came here, I primarily earned my living owning various businesses. And one of my favorite things to do, some of them went very well. Some of them didn't go as well as others. That's part of being an entrepreneur is you get into things and and sometimes they work great and sometimes they they don't. But one of my favorite things to do, and and buddy that I've owned a couple businesses with, we will chuckle about this to this day, is we will see something like this, and then we will talk about a business we had that, you know, didn't make money, and go, well, could have been worse. Right. Could have been Walt Disney. Could have been Disney. Now you're probably thinking to yourself, well, well, go go woke, go broke, right? It it's actually a little deeper than that when it comes to Disney, because typically uh, when a movie is released, then you'll get it on like Netflix yeah. or Amazon Prime and that's like a split. Mm-hmm. They they split the cost with say Disney. Well Disney pretty much told all of, all of those companies no, we're doing our own thing and they launched Disney Plus. Yeah. Well, guess what? Nobody's paying the extra money for Disney Plus. Isn't it fascinating the new frontier and we have talked about this before, the new frontier in which we live where it used to be there was a pretty simple playbook. I have movie and the and the music industry is kind of the same way. We've talked a lot about got artists that made it and artists that didn't make it, and a lot of it was representation and agencies and whatever. You know, is Bruce Springsteen the greatest songwriter that ever lived? Probably not, but he's the guy that they put out there, mm-hmm. and he delivered, and so he's remembered as you know one of the best. Uh, same thing with movies as with music. There was a system, an ecosystem in which everything existed, and if you wanted to get a movie to the you know, theaters across the country, you had to go through company A, B, or C. You had to have it produced a certain way. You had to work with certain directors. All of these things were your pathway to, you know, fame and fortune. Now, because there are so many players in the ecosystem, mm-hmm. I think these mega corporations are having a hard time figuring out. Adjusting. Yeah, how to maneuver inside an ecosystem where there's 10 billion fish in the sea now, mm-hmm. as opposed to five fish in the sea. Yeah, well, and... The other side of that is you can make a movie on your phone right. at this point. So you don't need all of this big budget blockbuster stuff. And half the time, the smaller independents will do just as good. You think about how rare it is. My dad and I were talking about Office Space, the movie Office Space mm-hmm. over the weekend. And obviously that movie became a colossal hit on the road far far more than it ever did when it was actually in the movie theater. And you think about those people, Jennifer Aniston is the big star, but there's several other name people that are in this movie. It was kind of this throwaway movie that everybody did that becomes this... It has a cult following right, now. Absolutely. It's one of the most you know, not most famous movies of all time, but it is an incredibly famous movie. It runs in syndic- you know, on various movie channels, mm-hmm. et cetera. 
But that is so rare, or was so rare, that somebody who didn't really go through the front door with all the traditional kind of movie promotion, you know, big big names, you know, doing interviews, et cetera, would make it. Now, you see these independent productions all the time that garner, you know, some sort of success. Is it Spider-Man? Mm-hmm. No, but can they make a few bucks and really exist without going through the traditional uh, ways and means of getting a, a movie to be profitable? Yes. And now Disney at this point, they're just trying to protect their theme parks. And especially down in Florida with everything that they have going on with uh, Ron DeSantis. Margarita, no salt. No oh, salt. Oh, yes. From office space. Yes, absolutely. Okay. You and- got your flair? <laughs> yes, my flair. I don't like my job. I just don't think I'm going to do it anymore. <laughs> How are you going to pay your bills? I'm not going to pay them. <laughs> so Taylor Swift wants you to stop ripping oh, on John Mayer. Jeez. Yeah. She made a gajillion dollars writing the song about him. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you, this will shock you, Casey. Yeah. Taylor Swift apparently had a terrible experience with John Mayer. Gee, who would have thought that wasn't going to end well? And so she, instead of just doing the right thing and saying, I made a terrible choice and this guy likely behaved exactly as I should have expected and I can't keep a man anyway and just gone about her business, she did what she always does is she wrote a song about it and made a bunch of money off her being a bad girlfriend or him being a bad boyfriend or probably a little of both. Well, she was 19 when she wrote that song and he has had that reputation of being a player yeah. for a long time. So did she know what she what? was getting into? I don't know. She may have been a little naive, but now she's saying, I'm 33 years old. I don't care anymore. I've moved on. Let him move on. She's not Stop. giving any of the money back. Stop ripping on him. I saw an article the other day and the headline was something like, we are in love. John Mayer and I think his name is Andy Cohen. Uh huh. And I thought, what? John Mayer is now gay. Yeah. And with his, you know, history. Yeah. Okay. I total clickbait, and I was so mad. You fell for it. I fell for it. I was so angry because I thought, what's going on with John Mayer? You clicked. I did. The clickbait? Casey, I did. no. I know. No, I know. we weren't going to end the show this way, but we are going to end the show this way and now. And it was just them being friends, and I they love each other. I can't believe you did that. I totally felt I am so disappointed in you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, thank you, Rob. Thank you, Kevin. And thank you for listening today. We're going to catch you back here tomorrow. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. From the day my bond tag, now I'm a flame. Tell I call my name, and it is my fame. It's a good girl, turn me on till I early morning. Let's get it on, let's get it on till I early morning.